0: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member FDIC. it's a q a edition of optimal health daily episode 25 get ready to maximize your potential with optimal health daily the podcast that brings you the best content in health fitness and nutrition five days a week your optimal life awaits now here's your host dr neil malek Hello, happy Friday. Welcome to another special edition of Optima Health Daily, where I answer your questions relating to health and fitness. I'm Dr. Neil Malek, and if you didn't know, I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, I have my doctorate in public health, and I'm also a personal trainer. I typically read blogs to you during the week, but reserve Fridays to answer your questions submitted by you, the listeners. If you wanna submit one of your own questions and be entered in a special raffle to win books and more from us, make sure you listen to the end of the show where I'll mention exactly how you can do that. But for now, let's answer your questions and start optimizing your life. Hi, this is Lacey. I have some concerns about milk. I hear that milk is bad for us because it causes tears in your heart and acne and so on and so forth. But then I hear conflicting reviews about milk being so good for us because it strengthens your enamel and your teeth and your bones, and it's the best post-workout nutrition than anything else out there. What do I believe? I am so confused, but I still drink milk. So thank you for your input. Bye. Hi, Lacey. Thank you so much for your question. I actually don't blame you for feeling confused and frustrated about much of the nutrition information out there, especially with regards to milk and dairy. Every day, it seems like a new study gets published that contradicts another we just finished reading. So just when you think the book is closed on a food or a nutrient, it gets reopened again. So believe me, I definitely share your frustration. To help answer your question about whether milk is truly good for us, meaning it actually promotes health and wellness instead of causing us harm, we actually need to understand why there's still so much confusion out there. It turns out that the dairy industry has a lot of money in their pockets, and sometimes they use that money to influence nutrition recommendations. Scary, I know. And I'm gonna share with you an example. So about 10 years ago, when the USDA, United States Department of Agriculture, was designing the newest dietary guidelines for Americans, they felt that based on all of the studies they looked at, adults really only need to consume about one to two cups of dairy per day. So remember, one cup of milk, for example, is about the size of your fist. So basically, if you drank about that much milk in a day or had that as part of your bowl of cereal in the morning, you would be good. So they were getting ready to publish these new guidelines saying American adults don't actually need three to four cups of milk or dairy each day like we once thought. One to two cups per day would be just fine. Well, once the dairy industry got wind of this, they started creating a huge stink. They told the USDA that if you start saying Americans only need one to two cups of dairy each day, then we will stop giving you money for your programs. You heard right. The USDA receives money from the dairy industry. And because the USDA receives large contributions from the dairy industry, not just little bits and pieces here and there, they get lots and lots of money from them, they quickly changed their recommendations. So you're gonna see that they still recommend three to four cups of milk or dairy each day for most healthy adults. What this means is, when we look at some of the scientific studies out there, some of them may have been paid for folks in the dairy industry. You may think, but researchers are supposed to just report the finding. They're not supposed to be biased or swayed. Well, you'd be absolutely right, but this isn't the reality. Yes, scientific studies can be swayed one way or another, And sometimes that pressure comes from whoever funded the study. So this partly explains why you might see conflicting opinions, especially about this topic of dairy and milk consumption in the news. By the way, if you wanna learn more about this and why it's possible for people that don't know a thing about nutrition, but are allowed to change dietary recommendations, definitely check out this book, Food Politics by Marion Nessel. Her last name is spelled like Nestle as in the chocolate company, but it's not pronounced that way. So Marion Nessel, the book is called Food Politics. And again, just a quick disclaimer, I have no vested interest in this book. I do not receive any royalties for suggesting it or even mentioning it. So back to your questions, Lacey. Unless you have an allergy to milk or lactose intolerance, they're actually two different things. Drinking cows or sheep's or even goat's milk is fine. Milk has a lot of important nutrients for the body, It's a decent source of protein, but a great source of calcium and riboflavin. It does contain quite a bit of sugar, in the form of lactose, of course, so there's no need to drink it in large quantities. I would say one to two cups of milk or dairy each day is fine. For example, you could have some milk with your oatmeal in the morning and then have one cup of Greek yogurt in the afternoon as a snack. That would be it. That would be plenty for the day. Now, should you drink it after your workout to help you achieve those muscle gains? Not necessarily. If it's the only way you're gonna hydrate yourself after a workout because you simply can't stand drinking water, then fine. Something is better than nothing. But water is truly the best after a workout. The studies that they did regarding milk or chocolate milk after a workout were mostly done using well-trained athletes. Think those with like 5% body fat and a whole lot of muscle. Athletes aren't built like the rest of us so they can actually afford those extra calories and extra sugar. But for the rest of us, we would do much better if after a workout, we drank some water and actually ate nutritious foods. And in fact, if you're wondering which foods specifically and when to consume those, I actually discussed this during one of my previous Q&A shows. So if you wanna know what to eat before and after your workout to help maximize your gains in performance, definitely listen to that podcast. All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So if you'd like to send in your own question, it's really easy and free to do it. Just come by oldpodcast.com and there's a red bar on the side of the page. If you click on that, you can submit an audio question using your computer's microphone or if you use the mobile app. You can listen back and do as many takes as you like and it's super simple. So once again, just visit oldpodcast.com and click on the red bar along the side to submit your question. And for those of you that have already submitted a question and I haven't responded to it yet, just sit tight, I promise I'll get around to it. And that's another week of the show in the books. I hope you all have a great weekend and I'll see you in Monday's episode where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism